All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I hope you got your thinking caps on. And if you ain't got no thinking cap, I hope you got some type of sombrero on or at least visualize yourself wearing some type of sombrero because today I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to change you and I'm going to compel you. I'm going to charge you to use your thinking muscles. But we're going to start it off with a question. And the question I got for you is, have you ever opened up a Christmas present or a birthday present or some form of a special present while physically being on the go. Now, you probably thinking to yourself, I've never been asked that before, B. What you mean by that? What you mean have I ever opened up a gift while I was physically on the go? <laughs> well, because as I mentioned on last Sunday's recording, when it comes to us as people being present, we have to understand and recognize that being present is a gift. Because the word present is another word for gift. All right. So that's just a little something, a little something uh, synonymous that I link together those two words. OK, now I ain't the first one to come up with that. We've heard people use that statement, use that phrase that, you know, the present is the, pre the present is now. It's just like a gift. OK, I'm not the first one to come up with that. But I wanted to remix it and put it in the form of a question. So I'm going to ask you again. Have you ever opened up any form of a Christmas present, a birthday present or an anniversary present, some form of a present while physically being on the go. Now, some of you might be thinking, OK, yes, I have, because I was in the car and I was, you know, I physically I was still, but the car was moving. OK, I'm not technically talking about that. <laughs> I only added that to this presentation because it just popped in my mind right now. But I'm talking about outside of that example. All right. And the reason why I say that is because when it comes to us as people, if we are trying to be successful out oh, there, goes that word again, success. If we're trying to be successful, we have got to be people that remain in the present and, and people that are more present. Again, I talked about that in last week's recording, because I mentioned that when it comes to me, the more present that I became, I started seeing Areas of my life becoming more and more successful, the more present that I became, the more detail oriented that I became in everything that I put my hands to. Again, that's not saying that I aced everything. That doesn't mean that I didn't fall short a lot of times. And I did. And I still do. But the more present that I become, the better the person that I become and the better the person I become, then the best person that I become and then the best person that I become than the ultimate person that I become. Now, best and ultimate, you, that could pretty much be synonymous, but I, I added the word ultimate because that's the name of this podcast, the Ultimate You Podcast. Okay, so <clears throat> let me give you an example of, well, somewhat of an example of what I'm talking about. And it's going to tie in together uh, by the time that this recording is over. So it was weeks ago, I noticed that you know, a lot of us as people, we have racks of keys, right? We got most of us or a lot of us have multiple keys on one rack. And I was at a particular destination and I looked down to notice. I was like, oh, snap, this, this particular key that I needed, it was not there. So I'm like, OK, I was not going to lie. I was I was I was like, mm, whoa, this is not good. This is not good. So pretty much long story short. The key ended up being you know, on the island of the kitchen. 
Okay, you know, that counter area where you sometimes eat or you stand and talk and do whatever. It was somewhere, I don't know, maybe by some papers. It was by something. So the reason I say all that was because at the time that the key was somehow, I don't know if I took the key off of the rack of keys or if it just fell off. I don't know. I probably took it off for whatever reason. But the thing is, I probably didn't remember. I don't think I remembered the day or time frame that I took it off, but I can say that that's probably what happened, that I took it off and laid it down there for whatever reason. All right, I want you to catch what I just said, okay? So there are times where a lot of us, sometimes we are not successful in certain areas because like, we are mind-numbingly going from experience to experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are mind-numbingly going from experience to experience, and you fill in the blank. You fill in the blank when it comes to said experience. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if you're at home. I don't care if you're at church, if you're at school, work. Again, name that. I don't care if you're recreationally hanging out with your homies. It doesn't matter. You name that experience. We're mind-numbingly going from experience to experience, and we're not, we're not getting anything out of it. And if we're not getting, or I should say, at the least, if we're getting something out of it, it might be very little out of it. We're not maximizing everything that we can get out of it. And you know what? I'm going I'm to I'm throw some grace in the game. Maybe even if we don't get every single thing out of it, you know, I'm okay with that. But at the very least, we're not getting more than what we go in for. You know what I'm saying? Like when we get to the other side of that experience, we're not getting more out of it than what we came in. So like we come out getting a little bit of it. Right. But you know what I'm saying? When it comes to the end, we could be able to get more out of it if we would have stayed in tune, if we would have been more present, if we would have been more present. Right. And it could be anything. You could be watching a movie. If you come out the other side of that movie talking about, whoa, man, that was a great movie. Right. But you really didn't learn anything. Right. Then what was the point of you watching that movie? You know what I'm saying? Did you learn anything? And I'm talking about you learn something and you take it with you. I ain't talking about just for those few seconds, those few minutes that you said or that you watched whatever movie that you saw. Like you might as well learn something from it. You see what I'm saying? So that's just a that's just a small example of what I'm talking about. So, like I said before, I I probably had a lot of stuff going through my mind when it came to that key. And I'm like going from one thing to the next. I'm like, oh, shoot. Now, praise God, I was able to find that key and put it back on the rack of my keys. You know, it wasn't lost. You know, because I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, shoot, did I did I drop it somewhere? Because I, I thought that, but I knew that's that wasn't the case. I, I had enough wherewithal in my mind to, to, to know that, OK, I didn't drop it anywhere. Like I go on my whether it be morning walks or afternoon or evening walks. OK, I knew it wasn't any of that because I would remember hearing a sound of a key drop on the ground, but I didn't. But I still ask myself if that makes sense. I still question myself. I was like, well, shoot, did I did I drop my key while I was walking? You know, now, of course, lo and behold, I didn't. But again, I, I asked myself that because I wasn't 100 percent sure because I, I, I was questioning myself in terms of like I needed to know the answer. OK, but then once I came across that island of the kitchen, stumbled upon the answer, if you will. So I'm the type of person when I go through something like that, I'm relieved when I come out of the, of the other side successful, in this case, I found the key. So now I'm like, OK, I'm a little more aware. I'm a little more fresh. OK, be be a little more present. Pay attention to what you're doing. OK, when you're putting stuff down, 
actually remember where that you put it, this, that, and the other. All right, so it's always taking something from that experience and taking it with you to the next. Again, so my, my question is, are you a person that is mind-numbingly going from one experience to the next? Because switching gears a little bit, some of us have what's called fragmented success. Fragmented success. Now, let me say that a part of that is good. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get to an example here in just a second. Fragmented success is just real simple put. It's, I want you just to imagine that you have this big old puzzle. Okay, I probably said this before on the podcast. You just got puzzle pieces laying everywhere, but you don't know how to put the pieces together. You don't even know what the puzzle looked like. You don't know what the puzzle. You have not seen the big picture of what the puzzle looks like. So you just got pieces laying everywhere and uh, scattered off in different directions and you don't even know how to put it together. So you got fragmented success. You now there are some parts of the puzzle that you got connected. You probably got like two pieces here. You got three pieces there and you maybe got seven pieces over there, like all connected together. But you still got a whole majority part of the puzzle that ain't connected together. And that's that's the problem with a lot of us here today. We a lot of us still rolling off of fragmented success and we acting like we got that thorough success. I'm here to tell you, mm, I'm just going to ask you to evaluate and reevaluate yourself when it comes to that. Like, are you rolling around with are you rolling around with more fragmented success than you realize? Or are you a person that's truly on the path to that thorough success? All right. And of course, always remember when it comes to thorough success, it, you're never going to reach a, the, 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 the peak, if you will. Like there's never going to be an ending point. It's always going to be ongoing. It's always going to be process oriented. All right. So here's an example of what I'm talking about. Look, here's the thing. Near 80 percent of Americans, OK, near 80 percent of Americans ain't getting their daily water. They're either not getting their daily water or they're not getting enough of daily water. And I'm just saying from experience, you know, I talk to people sometimes and like, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm just going to be real. Sometimes I get the sense when people tell me that they drink water, sometimes I get the sense they, they, they might try to embellish their answers. <laughs> you know, I'm not hating. I'm just saying like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, sometimes like, that's that's what we do as people. Sometimes we embellish certain things we say. Right. And, you know, like we, we might be doing it. We say, oh, I drink about seven, eight cups of water. And some of you, you really drink seven, eight cups of water. Claps and props to you. No hate, no disrespect. And then some of us, we like, oh, I drink seven, eight cups of water. But it's really more like three and four. And again, no hate and disrespect to you as well, if that's you. But I'm just challenging you. Like, is that you? Is that you? You're a person that, you know, you kind of embellish your answer to kind of make yourself feel, look a certain way. I was like, no, nah, man, just humble yourself. He's like, man, you know what? I'm not getting enough water. I'm getting three, four cups or whatever amount of cups a day. Yeah, you know, this is it. This ain't to like make anyone feel a certain type of way. I'm again, I'm all about trying to help raise up a person to become more ultimate. Okay. I'm not even say be ultimate today. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying have that awareness, have being being present. Be present. And being on that road to becoming more ultimate, more of an ultimate person, the ultimate you, a la the name of this podcast. OK, so, yeah, like I said, near 80 percent, more so like 75 percent. But I said near 80 percent of Americans not getting in enough water. OK, and 
a lot of the times, you know, we're wondering why we're not where we are when it comes to certain things. Sometimes, like I said, the, so we're missing the things that are in plain sight. Again, like drinking water, because we know that the majority of our bodies are made up of water. OK, now I want you to go with me on this example. OK, because sometimes sometimes we can't remember certain things. And sometimes we're, we're lagging in terms of fatigue and lack of energy, things like that. And a lot of that can be due to a lack of water. And again, now, the reason why I made that example of what I made earlier, just a few moments ago about certain people saying that, oh, well, I drink water every day. That's great if you do or even if you don't drink it every day, even if it's throughout the majority of the week or if it's a couple of days a week. It needs to be consumed every day and it needs to be consumed uh, throughout the day, because a lot of us, you know, a lot of us underestimate that. A lot of us underestimate that. What I'm talking about is, like I said, some of us have trouble remembering certain things. Some of us were a little more sore, a little more stiff in our bodies and certain joints, aches and pains in our body simply from not getting enough water. OK, now I want you to understand where I'm coming from. I'm not even tripping on if you have some type of a, you know, misunderstanding or you really don't believe water is 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 as hype as people say it is. You know what I'm saying? Like what I mean by that is some of us like we, like for real, some of us have that mindset of like we know water is good for us, but there's something in our minds there like it's something inside of us that is preventing us from believing that truth and stepping out in faith and say, you know what? Now I need to drink water every day. And not only do I need to drink water every day, I need to be consuming regular, frequent loads of loads of water throughout the day. And by loads of water, I don't mean all at once, but I mean, you know, the, the, the X amount of water that is right for you. I'm not tripping on if you don't understand it, but my thing is, why not at least explore it? Why not at least explore? OK, why do I have this mental barrier of not wanting to consume enough water? Why don't I believe in it? Why don't I believe that if I don't, you know, like the, the reason that I'm having certain aches, certain pains in my joints and aches and things like that. And I, I'm not able to think or focus clearly is because of a lack of water. Now, it could be other reasons, too. I'm not going to say water is the end all be all when it comes to that. But I, I truly believe and know that water is a huge contributor to a person that when you can consume X amount of water, the amount of water that's right for you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience that your mind is extra sharp, you extra focused. Now, I'm not going to also say that, you know, I don't still forget things and I still, uh, you know, if, uh, mess up on certain things. I'm not going to say that. Again, I always like to say that regularly because I, I want to let people know that I'm human as well. Right. Like I still, you know, forget certain things, but not just like on a chronic basis, if that makes sense. OK, because I'm a person that I focus on being present. I focus on being aware and I focus on growing in that. And that's when I'm not trying to convey to you. That is what I am conveying to you. Because when you're a person that can get from fragmented success to thorough success, you'll be able to see that that puzzle that you're trying to put together, you're going to be able to see more and more clarity in that puzzle. You're going to be able to see, oh, OK, like I see when I put these puzzle pieces over here, you know, that like this, this is what this is the picture that it comes out to be. 
Oh, and then on the right side of this puzzle, when I put these puzzle pieces together, oh my gosh, like I have so much more peace. I have so much more clarity. My finances or my fitness, my faith, my health. Oh my gosh, when I put all these puzzle pieces together, things will start flowing together. Woo, man, I become more confident. I become a person of clarity. I become a person of peace that surpasses any and all understanding that I could ever conjure up on my own. That is the essence of what I am conveying to you, that when you are a person that can not go mind numbingly from experience A to experience B to experience C to experience D, experience E, F, G, and all the way down to the 26th letter of the alphabet. When you can go from moment to moment and build momentum, because if you get if you didn't know Momentum is based on your moments. Yeah, take out the um of momentum and it's based on moments. That's one of the things it's based on. So what kind of moments are you having? Are you really basking in your moments? Are you really relishing in your moments? Like really thinking clearly and reflecting on the moments that you have from day to day? Because a lot of times we are allowing... We are allowing currents to just, you know, like thrust us from remembering certain things. Okay, now we are people that need to move forward in life. We need to go from one thing to the next. Yes. But oftentimes we're not reflecting enough. We got too much going on. We got too much going on in our heads Too too many. There's nothing wrong with having many ideas. But what I was going to say is we got a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's the word I want to say. We got a lot of stuff in our head. And there are times that we struggle with filtering through that stuff of organizing through that stuff and compartmentalizing through that stuff and filing it in what cabinet and what drawer that each of those thoughts and those that stuff needs to be in. Sometimes our minds and our brains, it's almost like a literally it's like a whirlwind. It's like a tornado going on in our minds. I know they hear reports about tornadoes that come through every so often. Sometimes a tornado is in our head. I'm being for real, for real. Sometimes a tornado is in our heads. And I'm speaking from experience. I've been there many times. And so that, that's why in these past recent years, when I've been able to trim excess fat, and sometimes the excess fat was trimmed for me. When I've been able to trim off the excess, and I was able to just be more present and not have as many things go on in a 24 hour period. Some of y'all need to hear that like eight times. When you don't have a lot of things going on in one day. Now, I get it. Sometimes some people have different lifestyles, different demands. I get that. Sometimes you have a lot going on in one day. It is what it is. I totally get that. But we, what we got to do is we got to find ways to. Not only be people of self-control, but be people that can manage the day. Okay, you know, you hear about managing the day. You know, you hear about all types of information out there of managing your managing your schedule, managing your twenty-four hour day, and managing a routine. This, that, and the other. Again, I say all that, not trying to be cheesy, not trying to be cliche. But if you can be present in each and every moment and get the most out of it. I'm not even going to say get everything, but maximize, get as much as you can out of each and every moment and then reflect. It's going to help you to grow. It's really going to help you to grow. 
got to be a person that you got to be a person that is able to identify and apply these two words that I'm going to say. And these two words, honestly, they have been mind blowing for me and they have been revolutionary for me, if you will. And those two words are absorb and retention. Okay. now wait, let me let me remix that. Let me remix that. Now, I'm glad that I said the word absorb, but honestly, I want to use that same word in a different form. And I want to say absorbing. okay? because I need you to absorb. And not only do I need you to absorb, but I need you to be absorbing because it's always going to be an ongoing thing. So I don't care if you're sitting down having a conversation with your spouse, if you're sitting down having a conversation with your child, your, your friend, a group of friends. I need you to be locked in and engaged like nothing else in the world matters. OK, I don't need your mind to be on something else because me, I could I could tell in the past when my mind is on something else and I'm not there. No, I need you to be locked in, physically engaged, looking at the person that's talking to you, digesting, processing what they're saying. Don't interrupt them. Be quiet. Keep your mouth shut. Listen, listen to what they're saying. Don't listen with your ears. Listen with your heart. Why? Because when you listen with your heart, oh, you you can have ears to hear. I would implore you to go listen to the series that I did on this podcast a little over a year ago and it, where I talk about ears to hear. OK, and I'm going to say that again. If you write down the word heart, there's the word ear and there's the word hear in it because so you, you can be a person that has ears to hear when you sit down, let the person speak, let them say what they have to say and you're present. Again, that's another problem with us. A lot of us, we want to overtalk each other. We want to get our point out. We want to be justified. We want to prove that we're right. We want to show people that we're right. We want to do this. We want to do that. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Let, I don't care who you're talking to, let them speak. And then when it's your turn to speak, speak. You'd be surprised. You're like, B, you talking? Why, why are you talking to me that way? Talk, I know. I know I need to let people talk and say what they need to say. You'd be surprised how much of a macho that uh, how much of a macho uh, we can be as people. That's what I was trying to say. You'd be surprised how much machoism is on the inside of us, male or female. We over and whether it's done on purpose or accident. OK, I'm not hating. But when we try to over talk people, we try to, you know, get our point across. And that's why sometimes, you know, group conversations, you know, that can be a con to group conversations. There's always going to be someone that butts in, whether if it's on purpose or not. There's always going to be someone that interrupts a thought and then get, and look what happens. The person that was saying what they were saying or asking what they asked, they, they either forget or it moves on to something else. And it's never went, it never retraces back to what that person was trying to say. And that's what I'm that's an example of what I'm talking about. Be more present. Be more present. When one person is speaking, I don't care if it's a room of 10 people, shh, let that person speak. Even if they're, and here's another example, even when that person is silent and trying to think of what they're trying to say or think of what they're trying to ask, let them think. Don't think that that's an, an opportunity for you to butt in and say what you got to say, which, hey, I'm not going to lie. I've probably been guilty of of 
like, okay, you know, we're coming across a person that, you know, they talk and then they like, they, they pause and they think like, okay, now I can say something. But it's like, no, be quiet. Let them hear, let, let them think, let them think. Right. It's, it, it's all about being a person of virtue, a person of patience. OK. All right. So let me, I want to I got off on all of that. So I need you to be absorbing, absorbing, you know, and I'm not going to give some you know, online definition of what absorbing means. I'm going to give you a BDB objective, unbiased definition, absorbing. Just imagine a sponge. It's real simple, real plain. Right. The, the more that you're of a sponge in, in regards to your experiences, the more of a sponge that you are, the more that you can learn. And not only do you need to be absorbing, like I said, you also need to look at your retention level, your retention level. What, and when I say retention, just think of the word retain. OK, how much you're keeping in. Are you a person that, you know, you're retaining as much as you can? Or is it the proverbial in one ear, out the other? Right. In one ear, out the other. In one ear, out the other. Again, I'm not saying you got to remember everything. But, man, if you can at least remember one, two or three things from your experiences. You'll become that much more seasoned than the next person. That's all. That's all. I know there's something out there talking about being, you know, being one percent better. I mean, that's really all it is. If you can just be one percent better tomorrow than you were today, that's progress. It ain't got to be twenty five percent. It ain't got to be forty eight percent. It can just be one percent. And guess what? Even if it's point eight percent, guess what? That's still progress. And I'm not here to put a number on how much percentage that you need to be going from day A to day B. But I'm just saying that when we're people that can focus on being present, if we are if we are people that can focus on being present and unwrapping that gift while we are physically still. That's why I asked that question. I know it might have been a silly question, but there was a point behind it. And that was a point when you can be physically still and appreciate the gift, appreciating the gift of now, appreciating the gift of today. When you can operate that, you put yourself in the best position possible. You put yourself in a prime position to absorb and retain. You put yourself in prime position to be absorbing and to be a person of retention. So I talked about water earlier. Just simply put, if you if you drink now, I'm not going to say water is this magic drink like, oh, my gosh, like it's going to magically help me remember. No, you need to obviously put in the work. You need to use your thinking muscles. You need to use your mind, use your brain and put in the work to remembering things. That's right. That's why I don't believe that hype when people say uh, when people say, oh, I, you know, I have a bad memory. Right. Right. Just quick side note. We need to stop saying that. We need to stop saying that. No, we don't have a bad memory. You probably have a mind filled with a lot of stuff that needs to be unfiltered or like or, you know, that just to be, needs to be clogged out. OK, I don't know you, ma'am. I don't know you, sir. But we need to be people that stop saying I have a bad memory, like just straight up, flat out. Like if you believe that about yourself, it's going to keep happening. I'm just going to say it again. If you if you believe that about yourself, it's going to keep happening. I ain't on this magic hokey pokey vibe stuff, new age type stuff. I'm not saying that, but I do believe there's a certain element of truth behind it. Like if you keep believing that, that you have a bad memory it's going to keep happening. But if you put, put if you put your uh, if you put yourself in a position to put in the work and drink the water and then say, you know what? I'm going to remember your name. 
I'm going to remember your name. You know what? I apologize, ma'am. I apologize, sir. I forgot your name. But guess what? I'm going to remember it next time. I'm going to remember next time I see you. I'm going to say it three times. I'm going to say it five times. I'm going to say it eight times so that way I can remember it. That's all it is. Just adjusting from the left and to the right. That's all it is. So, again, I close with this. Be a person that practices daily on absorbing, being a sponge, getting the most out of your experiences, being present, right? Being still when the time comes for that. And then focus on retention, focus on retaining, be intentional. I ain't saying being perfect at it. I always say that, right? Not trying to say you got to be perfect at it, but focus on being present, methodical and intentional about your approaches. And sometimes, yeah, you're going to have to write stuff down to help you remember. That's another thing, too. Yes. As simple as that is, as many times as you've heard that. Yes. Write stuff down. Paper is going to always remember. My big brother always said documentation beats conversation every single time. Documentation beats conversation every single time. Documentation beats conversation every single time. So the more that you write down stuff, the more of an ultimate person that you can become.